everybody. Back for another episode of Beyond the Field podcast. You can find it on Spotify, YouTube. Um, maybe we'll, one day we'll even get it on Apple Podcasts. I've been slacking on that. I, I tried in the beginning, and it just completely did not let me do it, and it really I think frustrated Spotify's me. The way to go, though. Anyway, so I don't think we need to put it on Apple. Yeah. I, I tried literally, I think I put like two or three hours of trying to put it on Apple Podcasts and everything was right besides I couldn't upload the clip art of the podcast page and it like was saying that something was off and I tried a million different ways of fixing it, wasn't working, was on the verge of throwing my laptop off my balcony on the third floor here and uh, I let it be for now. But uh Find it on Spotify, YouTube. Um, so today we have a little bit different of an episode. It's just going to be me, Nico, Mark, um, talking a little bit about Elevate Story, all of our own stories. Um, we, I, we were trying to find a, someone to interview this week. It didn't really work out with a bunch of different schedules. We have a bunch scheduled for next week, so we'll be stocked up with interviews. Um, thank you guys all so much for the beginning support that we're getting. Keep sharing, liking, subscribing, and uh, let's get into it a little bit. So Nico, um, Nico's the CEO of Elevate, and he started this all before me and Mark, uh, you know, even, I mean, before we even knew what was going on with Elevate, uh, Nico had already been creating a business. And uh, Nico, you want to tell the listeners a little bit of how Elevate started and how you got into it? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> it all started back when uh, quarantine hit. And uh, I got home from quarantine and I was looking for something to do, something that would, something that I could spend my time, just have more purpose to to the time I was spending besides like playing video games or, you know, just doing the same things every day pretty much. And I decided to start a podcast. Um, it was called uh, Chainlink Sports Talk. I'm sure it's still on Spotify and Apple. The interviews are terrible. So, you know, you can I, find, you can find me on one of those interviews when I yeah, was a, division uh, base not even a division one baseball player over at Iona but <laughs> Nico me, Mark and uh, Ryan Ramsey who we should be having on next week which will be great and uh, uh, Jack Brodsky was on that episode too yeah yeah so that's how I that's how I met you guys I don't know if I've ever met you guys before that but that's definitely the first time we ever like really spoke um and I might have mentioned PS2, but I honestly have no idea. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I probably have. Yeah, I probably saw you at PS2 or probably cross paths or something playing baseball against each other. Um, but yeah, so I interviewed you guys. That was one of the episodes. Chain Link Sports Talk was intended for me to network with people in the sports industry because at the time the quarantine hit, I was a freshman in college and I was just like, all right, like I'm in college now. I got to start looking for internships. I got to start, you know, preparing myself for for after college um and so very we, mature of a freshman in college by the way not to well, yank it, your chain too much well yeah it, it it was a mature decision it was also a lot of like my parents too like, okay so what are you gonna do like like when you get like um what's your job gonna be like when are you gonna get an internship what's this gonna be like and i was like oh, all right all right and they like so I, I always had it in me, but they definitely pulled it out of me a little bit more, especially like at a time because at a time like that, it, it could it could have very easily I could have very easily been very lazy and just, you know, play video games all day, which I still did to some extent. But once the podcast got going and I really started to like it, um, you know, that took up a lot of my time and doing social media pages for it, video editing, all that stuff. So I started the podcast to network with people um, and I did. 
networked a lot. I got my first internship out of it. I, my internship with uh, Vayner Sports. Um, and that was really cool to work with uh, um, AJ Vaynerchuk over there. He was very good to me. Um, that was a great experience. And then, you know, probably about five or six months into the podcast, I decided I wanted to just like do something more. And I always wanted to be an agent. I always wanted to work with athletes. And Trevor Bauer was recording his entire COVID season um, during 2020. He would show everyone like the day-to-day proceedings about the COVID testings and everything. And he was giving everyone in, like an inside scoop to everything that was going on inside the clubhouse and all this stuff. And, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about Trevor now, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, but at the time, I was like, damn, like, one, this content is great. And and Trevor, he had a lot of other videos about how athletes should be marketing themselves and how they could use social media content as leverage to do a whole bunch of shit like in their careers. And I was like, I'm like, I could take videos of guys that I know and cut it up and send it to companies. Like, who knows? Like, maybe I can even get like some deals out of it. I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, I could definitely do that. And I had connections with some pretty high caliber players um, through high school and just playing baseball and stuff like that. So that's really when my company started and I just kind of dove right into it. Uh, Tommy Barbella from PS2, he runs his own sports agency now. He's not really a part of Elevate anymore, but he was a lot of help in the beginning, um, getting the LLC set up and all the documents. Um, so always really thankful for Tommy. But yeah, and like I just kind of like went right for it. Like I made a website, I made social media pages, I started recruiting athletes, and I just kind of just like just started like doing things. I just started like finding like photographers and video guys and taking pictures and making all these like graphic designs on Canva and stuff like that. And I like it was a good start, but I would also recommend for people to like do like the back end work of things. Cause I was such a fucking mess with my paperworks and about learning about business finances and LLCs and all the back office stuff that I should have been doing, like all that preparation work. I was like, cause I'm so impatient and I've gotten better, but it's still very impatient. So I was like, no, I want to do this. Like, like I have this great logo. I have this great idea. I have all these great guys who want to be a part of this. I'm like, so I'm just going to go do it. So I, that's why I did, I did it really not having any sort of organizational skills with anything involvement, but that was really it. And I was making a lot of guys content. And what I thought in the beginning, how Elevate was going to be was that each athlete would have their own unique type of content, whether guys had a podcast, whether guys did vlogs, whether guys did like video breakdowns of their swings, whether guys, whatever, like just each guy should have their own piece of content. And that was going to be the way for them to grow their name and their brand and I was very foolish of me to think that everyone was going to be a social media guy. Everyone would want to record themselves like, and that is not how it is at all. Yeah. Struggling a lot. And I was even like, probably like pushing and trying a little bit too much. Cause I had this idea of what I wanted my business to be, but, and it's like, I, I still had good athletes and I still had guys that I wanted to work with. I just had to readjust and understand that not everyone was going to, you know, fall in line with what I thought it was going to be at first. Um, so pretty much after that, it was going to be, okay, listen, if guys, you know, if people are content guys or content guys, if not, then I'm just going to start reaching out to companies for them and just like try and help them grow their name in other ways. Um, which that could be making them a logo that could be helping them make merchandise that could be, you know, do, I mean, this podcast is very recent, but you know, doing something like this podcast where we can get our players on a podcast and get them to open up a little bit about who they are and start posting clips on our main page that has a decent following now. So you know, I, I I had to readjust there, which it wasn't like a major like readjustment. It was just me doing it pretty much, you know, 
Um, but well, also like throughout that process, I don't want to forget Jake, uh, Jake Gettys. He, Jake is a, me and Jake think alike. And Jake is like, he's always wanted to be a sports agent. Um, very, he, he was also a college baseball player. Um, I was a sophomore at the time and Jake was a senior, I think at, um, Dickinson or something. Yeah. 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 And he was there as a D3 school. I was also playing D3 ball. Um, and Jake's from Connecticut. He was working at advanced therapy and performance, which is Josh Heenan's gym. He's the guy who does the 90 mile per hour formula stuff. And Jake killed it for Dr. Heenan doing all his marketing and social media stuff. And Jake had access to a lot of pro baseball players. And he saw me on LinkedIn post about elevate. He goes, Hey man, like this is really cool. Really, you know, props to you for starting your own thing. I have access to guys. I know some brands like let's work together. And I did like, I mean, I did like, you know, quote unquote, like research on Jake, but I mean, he, he kind of sold himself pretty well. And after a couple of phone calls, I was like, you know, like, I think I could work with this kid. Like this seems pretty good. So me and Jake started grinding at things. He brought on Simon Whiteman. He brought on Emmett Sheehan. Um, those were his two main guys he brought in. He's brought in some other guys here and there. And so have I, that just haven't worked out. Um, and and yeah, so that's how me and Jake started working together. It was kind of a two-man show for a little bit. Um, and, and you know, this started in the winter of my sophomore year of college. So going into my spring season, which, you know, I, I was back at school in the fall. My school kept us all home. So I, I had a lot of time to work my business because I was home for an entire semester. So I go back and I'm in the middle of a college baseball season. And I start working with um, Rachel Balkovic from, from uh, uh, the New York Yankees. And at the time, I was still doing my podcast. So I met Rachel through my podcast. We start talking. And this is like my first like big, big client, she, you know, first female hitting coach in baseball or like whatever, whatever record she broke. And she's broken other records since. But, you know, like we got to talking after the podcast. And she's like, she's like, oh, you do your own media company? She's like, wait, like, are you in your dorm room right now? Like, wait, what is going on? She's, and she's like looking around my camera because we were on a Zoom. She's like, what? She's like, what is going on here? Like, what's going on? And I, and I explained to her everything. She's like, that's fucking awesome. Let's set up a call. I want you to pitch me because she was looking for a company to work with. So I pitch her. And funny thing is that she hated my idea for a pitch. I made her a logo and I pretty much gave her the same kind of format as everyone else, which for me, I should be like, what are you looking for? Or I should be like, here's what we offer, but what are you looking for? It was more like, I was like, here's what we can do for you. And here's how we're going to do it, which I guess, as I'm saying now, it doesn't sound too bad, but I, I guess I didn't leave too many options for her, you know, because she could have wanted anything to be done with her career. And it was funny that she just scratched everything, but she still wanted to work with me and Jake because she loved the fact that we were college kids just grinding in our dorm rooms, trying to build this, this business out of nothing. Um, you know, and it's still very small, but you know, it's, it's definitely grown since then, but you know, I started, I started working with Rachel. She is now with CAA, which is the biggest sports agency in the world, biggest entertainment agency in the world. So, you know, me and like, I, Rachel was great to me. I, I was so honored that she would even allow me to work with her. Um, and that was a great experience. You know, I've also worked with guys like, uh, um, Jay Hen Malloy, who's going to be in the big league soon with the Tigers, um, Robbie Rowe, who is a big time uh, social media um, influencer and, uh, you know, just other pro pro baseball players. And it's really been a really cool, you know, really cool journey so far. I don't think I left out any pieces, but that's that's kind of the whole like synopsis and beginning. And then for the past six months or so, you know, us three have been working together. Jake's kind of been in and out because he's had other job opportunities come up and, you know, it's hard for him to balance. So I I definitely respect that. And Jake, you know, 
like he's he's helped me out so much that you know he's he's always welcome here in uh in my eyes so um but yeah like the past six months we, us three have been kind of grinding at the business and doing our thing as well so yeah that's yeah that's no that that sums up a, a good portion of probably what the listeners are trying to figure out sometimes what elevate is you know sometimes when i'm talking to people that i work with elevate it is a little difficult to fully explain because we all, all three of us want to become sports agents at some point in our life and you know right now it's just we don't have the access to do that right right at this second but in the future hopefully turning elevate into a full functioning sports agency once we build our relationships with players you know build our relationships with mlb organizations and just grow our connections that's why i wanted to start this podcast and really get it going because regardless of you know how many people listen each week we post those those reels on Instagram and they're getting thousands of views each week. Um, and it's just growing our name a little bit at a time. Um, I wanted to mention uh, coming up on April 15th, we're going to have a story aired on Elevate. Um, it's going to be through the Tampa Bay uh, Channel 9, I believe, news. Uh, Kenny Morales is putting it together. Um, he came, filmed some some of my practice at Tampa here the other day. And he, I met him at a charity event one night and he was super cool. We were hanging out and I told him a little bit about Elevate and he was like, dude, can I do a story on you guys? Like, this is really cool stuff. Like basically exactly what you were saying about Rachel Balkovic. Like he was just very interested in, you know, college kids grinding for their dream. And um, I remember calling Nico one time because I'm pretty big on LinkedIn and I, I just love messaging people who are in the sports industry. And I messaged Nico. <clears throat> we knew of each other. We did the podcast together. I think I even had your number. We played against each other. And I was like, so tell me about Elevate and what are your goals for it in the future? And we talked on the phone. I think Nico, our first phone call was like 45 minutes out of nowhere. Yeah. And we were like, all right, let's get lunch because I was coming home for winter break. Went and got lunch with Nico at a sushi village. And, um, you know, we hit it off and not no uh, sexual relationships, but we knew that we could work together and uh, we knew we could. Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> we knew that we could keep growing a business uh, together that, you know, will will really help us build a foundation for something in the future that might turn into, you know, hopefully something huge. And Mark being my neighbor and one of my best friends, you know, I was like, Mark, let me let me call Mark, tell him what's going on. Mark's been someone who I feel like I can call him most times in my life. He'll pick up and he'll, he'll basically do whatever we need to do together and figure, figure shit out together. So that's how we got Mark over here. And, you know, we got a bunch of cool things going on. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get Oswaldo Cabrera on this podcast soon. I'm hoping to get Kevin Adam, Kiermaier. Adam White. Adam, Adam White also. The guy, uh, front office. Oh yeah, front um, office. Yeah, I, I can ask him. I, actually, I, I just thought to uh, to text Rachel. So when we're done with this, I'll shoot her a text. Um, yeah, let's get Rachel back on. Yeah, she. That'd be sick. Because what what the plan was with Rachel was that she wanted to do a podcast, um, and like her goal was also to network with people because she wanted to become like she she wants to move away from the whole coaching and like hitting and lifting stuff and she wants to become like a operations person she wants to be like a gm she wants to be like a front office person so that's what she wanted to do she wanted to speak with agents she wanted to meet with like team owners and presidents <clears throat> and we actually 
So like we had like three episodes recorded of this. We had like Rachel Luba, which is Trevor Bauer's agent. Um, we had the guy who runs the uh, uh, Savannah Bananas, Jesse, Jesse something. He, I, I don't know his title on the team, but he like kind of runs the team over there. And then we had other interviews lined up with like a VP from Banner Sports and like, and like the GM from some hockey team. And it was, it was like lining up we're like, damn, like she's getting great guests. Like, <clears throat> and me and Jake were like, yeah, we'll, we'll, like, we'll fucking like edit this for you. Like, this is so cool. Like, and it would, it would have been great content for us to post too. Um, but what happened was that the Yankees have a lot of like unwritten rules about how you need to like conduct yourself and all these things. And Rachel wasn't doing anything wrong, but she just like, she was still like very low on the totem pole there. And she didn't want to rub anyone the wrong way by like doing all these podcasts and social media stuff. Um, so it just kind of fell by the wayside on top of her, not really having a lot of time, but I think, I think kind of going back to what you said before, or Paul said before also, like how she kind of loved how you were college kids and she loved like the idea of all of us getting after being so young. Like, I feel like that's like a, it's like a blessing in disguise almost for us because it is awesome. I feel like brands and everybody loves seeing like all these college kids are getting after right now, but at the same time, brands see here are these college kids who are starting a business. Yeah, I don't want to work with them. Kind of skeptical. I think that's probably one of our, one of our main problems not like it's not even a problem right now but like well well it it, it is a it is like a slight problem you know because we don't get responses because nobody knows who the fuck we are you know there's there's a quote from entourage i don't know if you guys have seen that show oh my god that show is why i want to become an agent (laughs) well so so ari's talking to e and he's like yeah this lady won't return my phone calls and ari's like yeah because she doesn't know who the fuck you are yeah (laughs) everyone knows who i am how it is and, and, that, literally, and, but, that literally is how it is yeah and and whenever i don't get a response i hear ari gold's voice in my head like nobody knows who you are every time and we're trying we're grinding it's like something that i want to have on record is we are all either current i'm currently an athlete uh mark played at rowan was an athlete his whole life nico played at st rose athlete his whole life we are athletes trying to work for and work with athletes because we know what we would like from the, uh, the the athlete's perspective. So it's like we have been a part of sports. We know how to interact with people who love sports, who know, you know, what the grind is like every single day. And we know, like, you know, not everyone is going to be social media people. Not everyone is going to be, you know, able to text us all the time, keep us in the loop. But we know exactly, you know, how to build relationships with these people. And I think that's been our strongest suit. Um, is building relationships with our athletes and keeping, you know, good ones around and having a lot of fun while doing it. It's also like a, it's also like a trust thing for some of our guys that we're working with right now. Like, I mean, I mean, I would love to say I'm a, I'm a professional level athlete, but if I was to have an agent, I would rather be somebody who knows the game and knows what they're talking about and knows the everyday lives from being on the field, off the field, what you actually have to get done. Like I would rather have somebody that, that, has been out there and knows what they're doing rather than, rather than not. Yeah. hundred percent. And honestly, like a lot of times when I, cause it's, I think when you speak with athletes and people at companies, it's a little bit different. Cause when I speak with a lot of players, um, I like, I'm always like straight up with people. Like, like I, I almost lead off with like, listen, I just want to let you know, I'm still like kind of a kid. I'm still in college. Like I got this, this and that going on for me, you know, like don't think I'm some like, hotshot CEO or whatever it is, like regardless of what it says on my resume or LinkedIn. But I'm like, look, I'm still playing college baseball. And a lot of them are 
um, at least the athletes are very impressed. Like, oh, wow, you have that going on and you could still do, you know, and like you could still do the business and stuff like that. So I think the athletes almost respond a little bit better to it. Um, and don't, and there have been plenty of companies who really like it. And that's kind of the reason why they get back to me or you guys so fast. Cause they're like, damn, like respect. Okay. Like, let me shoot this kid an email real quick. So I, I think it was 50, 50, but I think it's much more receptive on the athlete side. Kind of like what you were saying, Mark. 100%. Something I want to point out too, is like, it's not like we're over here making money off these athletes yet. We are doing this all in our free time. We come together, record a podcast every week. I edit it you know, post the clips, get it all out. I'm slowly starting to try and hire people to help me do this. So I have more time to build relationships with athletes and build, um, you know, the company with you guys. But I mean, Mark just came from his other job that he works from, you know, nine to five. We, we find time to get together and keep growing a business that we feel so strongly about. Well, we're not even getting paid doing it right now. We just enjoy doing it. We're having a really fun time. Like, I mean, our relationships have continued to grow since we started working together six months ago and like these are going to be lifetime memories and lifetime bonds that we're building with each other and with the athletes. And that's, you know, sometimes more than what money is. Sometimes it's more than what money is worth. It keeps us busy. Also, it definitely keeps us busy. I mean, like you said before, I, I did play college baseball for my first three years of college right now. And now I don't play and the amount of free time that I have, it's ridiculous. Like if I didn't have this, I feel like I would be losing my mind. Like I like I have chicken without a head or something, but like it, it really does help. And it's, I think it's cool. Like all of us, how we make it work because we've been doing this for six months or so now, and it's still, we're still going with it. Like we easily could have fumbled over and be like, you know, not today, but like we're all somehow finding a way to make it work. And I think that that's how we're going to keep going as we progress. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's funny too, Paul, like right before me and you got that lunch, or like very soon before I was talking to my dad and like, you know, dad, like, I think I kind of want to like either take a break or walk away from elevate. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm like, I, I feel like I've been like in a serious rut. I haven't really gotten any concrete work done. And that was, you know, it was because like, like, like me and Jake weren't able to like communicate as much because of me in school and Jake is getting his master's while working a job. And it was no one's fault. It was just like life getting in the way. And, you know, on top of like, I don't, really and i'm i'll say this anyway i don't know, really know how to run a business you know like because like I, i've been in you know interviews for internships or i've been in offices and there's all these like writing on boards and and like information i'm like wow i'm like i'm like i don't know what any of this means but i'm like this looks like it makes sense and this it's like everything is done with a purpose you know and and and, and that was also a reason like you know i, I told that to my dad I'm like dad i don't really know like what the fuck i'm doing like it, it, it's just me like sending emails and making graphics and which is fine but you know i'm like i'm like i i just don't know how to get out of this rut and and what i really wanted to do was i was like maybe i'll just you know walk away from it or i'll give it up for now and i'll go get a job at an agency and and you know i'll, I'll get like a couple years of experience and then i want to branch off my own again because like we all talk about it. We don't want to work for anyone else. We want to do our own thing. We want to kind of pave our own path. So, and like, I never lost that spirit. It was more of just like, I just didn't see the business really going anywhere from where I was at. Um, yeah, on, like, on, on top of like <clears throat> um, some of the athletes, like having agents. So there were some restrictions there of the kind of work I could do or some deals that were getting blocked, which, which is fine. Like the athletes and the agents have every right to do that. Um, but again, like, it was just like, I, I just felt stuck. And ironically enough, like Paul, me and you sat down and, and, and I got like that jolt again. Cause I'm like, damn, I'm like, maybe Paul can bring something here that could, 
that could change things. Maybe it could turn it around. And then, then you, you know, intro me to, I mean, you didn't, you know, uh, I knew Mark, but then like us three are talking, I'm like, fuck, okay. Like if us three can do something, then, then maybe I'll, you know, stick around a little bit longer, but it, it's, it, it's definitely been, you know, it, it's been great since you guys have come on. And here we are. Yeah. Something that's, that's, I kind of live by is no one knows what they're doing in this world. You know, everyone is learning as they go. Some people have an idea more than others, obviously, but like, you know, who is the, who's to say we're not running a business like we should, we are running a business. We're having fun doing it. And that's what it is. You know, like we are, we are creating a life that we want to live and, you know, something that we all enjoy doing. Yeah, so, kind of like what we were talking about before, just while we were texting in the group chat. I mean, I was set what we were saying before. I was like, yeah, man, I don't really want to be at work right now. I can't stand working for somebody else working this nine to five. It's repetitive. It's insanity. It's crazy. Like I would rather just work for myself like we're doing right now and like have the life that we want, but we're not there in our careers yet. We still have a lot of time to work and a lot of things to improve on, but we're making decisions for us. We're doing what we want to do. We're not doing what we're everybody is telling us we should do, which yeah. I think is the, the best part about this for me, at least. Yeah. Something that's really new and interesting too, is all these NIL um, laws and, you know, deals that college athletes are allowed to make money off their name now. Um, this is something that hasn't been there in the past. And every sports agent I've connected with, they're like, try to find a way to hammer out some sort of idea where you start taking over that NIL space. And that's what we've been trying yeah, to do. Mark that. is, yeah, Mark is huge and sending emails and trying to connect our athletes with brands. And something we're running into a little bit of an issue is a lot of brands want, you know, 10 K plus followers. And, you know, it's not everything. And we talk about social media and mental health and that stuff, but it is important when trying to get NIL deals. And it's something that we're trying to preach to our athletes being more active on socials, getting more, con uh, more um, clicks, more views, more followers. It just opens up more doors in the future for them to work with more companies as their career keeps moving forward. Um, and uh, another thing that has like further kind of like legitimized our process here is that when those laws got passed for the name, image, and likeness, I just made like a college page and I just said like elevate NIL because like Barstool came up with something. I'm like, all right, like, you know, again, my inexperience, I mean, not really know what I'm doing. Okay. All right. I'm just going to make this. And you know, this will be my college page, you know? And, but I didn't really have like a plan with it, you know? And like, it, it didn't really make much sense, but you know, now with our strategy of reaching out to businesses around campuses and trying to hit that small market to break in, I like, I love that idea. I think, you know, just the more we hammer out with it and, and, and the more markets that we see that are receptive to this will help us because at first, cause I mean, I've called, I've called a bunch of businesses and they're like, yeah, sorry, no, or what? I don't get it. Like also, who are you? Like, what's your business? I don't like, they're, they're not like listening to what I'm saying. Cause they're so confused on like who I am or why I'm even calling, you know? And, and look, I, I don't blame them. Like also maybe there's a, there's a line of customers in their store and they don't really have time to be speaking to me now. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. And I think it, that's just, you know, th that's going to come with time for us to understand what works and what doesn't work. But, you know, I, like I said, like that's just another facet of how much it's improved because we actually have like a like an idea of what we want to do with that, you know, at, at least. Yeah. Having an email that we're able to send out. Um, we make media kits for these athletes. So when the companies are trying to decide whether they want to work with the athlete or not, we can fire over an athlete media kit. 
tells them a little bit more about the athlete, what they like to do, all their social handles on it. So, you know, any athlete that's listening to this or people that know athletes, you know, send them our way. We'll have a conversation with them. We'll tell them a little more about what we do and we'll try to figure out if they will be a good fit in, in our company. You know, we, we try not to over recruit too many athletes at the same time because we want to do good work for the athletes we have, but building a community of athletes where we all market each other, we're all in it together. Like is something that's very cool and something like we have a group me with all of our college guys and we send, you know, our discount codes that we're getting them or, um, different, different things each week. And it's something that like, if we didn't have this company behind us, people would be like, all right, why are you making this group chat with a bunch of different college athletes in it? But now that we have, you know, a business backing our ideas, it's like, Hey, let us do some work for you. You know, let's create a community and everyone will, will benefit from it in some way or another. Yeah. Well, so, so Paul and Mark, you will, you guys should go into like kind of how you guys understood like what you wanted to do and kind of why, why, like, you know, you're doing this right now. And I guess like, because Paul, I know like when me and you spoke at first, like it was like, Hey, like, I think I'm starting to get into the sports agency stuff. I'm starting to get, you know, my interest peaked. Um, because like, for me, it's that's like what I've wanted to do since I was like a freshman in high school. So me, I was always like dead set on this path, but kind of going to how you guys got started. Yeah. So I'll go a little bit. Just So I was, you know, growing up playing baseball my whole life. It's been, you know, I've never really had to work a job. My mom, dad blessed me with a, a great life. And, you know, I, I had the ability to chase my dream and go play division one baseball. And that's a commitment. That's a job within itself. So I never really thought too much post-college what I was going to do. You know, a little freshman, sophomore at a D1 school was throwing a decent amount of innings. Like, hey, I'm going to the league. Like, that's, you know, hopefully the dream. And obviously that slowly starts to dwindle and I can't break 90 miles an hour. So, you know, not going to be lighting up any scout radar guns. And I'm like, all right, let me figure out what I want to do. Started working an internship with LAA Sport and Entertainment. Joe Curtis gave me a great opportunity. Um, a family friend, Jenna DeTore, her, her fiance, Mike, um, got me in contact with Joe. And I started working behind the scenes for them. They, they're big in football. They represent guys like Dalvin Cook, J.K. Dobbins. Um, bigger in the football side of things. And I was working in their smaller startup baseball um, side and they had some players and I was doing some work for them behind the scenes. And it just wasn't super, um, like I wasn't really benefiting as my career as much as I wanted to. I only worked there for two or three months, but, you know, I didn't really see much room for growth within that company. Um, but then I really started to get the love for sports agency. And, you know, I thought maybe I wanted to do some coaching for a little bit, but I know the lifestyle I like to live and there's not a lot of money in coaching in the beginning. And it's a little, that was a difficult decision for me, but you know, like I don't close any doors. I like, I like connecting with coaches, agents, you know, and just learning from everyone else's experience. Part of the reason we started this podcast is everyone has their own story. So, you know, being able to be a sports agent and make meaningful relationships with my athletes and help them make a dream. Um, of making it to the MLB, you know, having their own logo, all this stuff that I, you know, didn't fully get to experience, it will make me just as happy helping them out. So I think that's why I really wanted to get into it. Um, and, you know, who knows what the future holds, but it's uh, it's something right now that I have a lot of fun doing, so I'm going to keep doing it. 100%. And I'll just follow that up with 
kind of my story throughout all of this. So I grew up playing baseball. Also, I played with Paul since I was in like kindergarten, probably maybe first grade, somewhere around there, but always knew that I was going to go to go to school for baseball in high school. I mean, it kind of helped. We had a winning program in high school, which definitely uh, like kind of made me love the game a little bit more to see how it was actually supposed to be played. Um, I applied to one school, Rowan for baseball. I didn't apply to any other schools. Uh, came here and then I kind of started to not dwindle, but baseball wasn't really going my way for a while. Um, and whatever happened, we I was just kind of going after it. And I decided, you know, it's time to hang him up my junior year. We we won a regional, we won NJAX, whatever. Um, it just, I decided that I wanted to pursue other things. And thank God that this came along because this is exactly the type of other thing that I was looking for uh, when I stopped. But stopped last year in the spring. Um, had no idea what to do with myself in the fall because this was the first time in my whole life that I was living my life without playing baseball and out having practice every single day, which left me with a shit ton of free time that I had no idea what to do with. Um, so I just kind of got a job, was was kind of struggling a little bit with my mental in the fall and winter. Uh, uh, definitely was kind of not in the right headspace for a while. And was kind of like slugging whatever um and then when you reach out to me paul about this i mean i had seen chain link sports back during covid when all that was happening i was like damn that's sick because i know that you were talking to me about it and you were telling me like what, what was going on with it um but so once we had our first meeting i was going to bring it up also that the first like two or three meetings that we had were hilarious they were sick we were talking like i feel like we were just sitting there we were like well, what about this? Well, what about this? Do everything. My like house. we could literally yeah. do everything. And <laughs> and kind of like, I don't know, from that point on, I was just like, you know, I have way too much free time on my hands. And I work at an orthodontist right now, which which if anybody at the orthodontist is listening to this, I love the job there, but it's insanity. <laughs> it's kind of boring. Yeah. Um, and I needed something else. And then this came along and we started thinking about like Paul, remember. You too, Nico. Remember when we came when we first came up with like the intern idea, like using yeah. interns for coaches? Like we were yeah, sitting, our, our minds blew like, up. We were like, "Oh my god, such a good idea!" We were like, we're "Holy like, shit!" We can post on LinkedIn and people will apply to our company. We were like, literally, we're like, we can hire somebody. We can literally hire somebody for an internship. And I just thought, like, I don't know. I kind of fell in love with it from there. But I also, it was interesting because I I interned at MLB in the MLB headquarters the last summer, it was like, it was the coolest shit ever. Like I met some people that I should just simply have never met. Like I shouldn't have shook Raul Ibanez's hand. Like there's no way that I should have done that, but like, it was cool. But working there, it's, it's very corporate. It's very, everybody's in a suit and tie every day. You got to go sit through long meetings. And like, it, it was very like working at the best internship that I feel like anybody could possibly get being a baseball player. I was like, I still can't see myself coming in every day like this and working on that type of schedule. And that's why this is so like important to me on my personal list is because when this gets to where we want it to be, then we work for ourselves and we can live the lives that we want and we can hire people and pay them. Isn't that crazy? Like we can hire <laughs> people ourselves. Like that's nuts to me. Yeah. Uh, once we start and that's our, our first what, big athlete and they sign a multi-million dollar contract, and we helped them get there. We were by their side every every step of the way. 
and yeah. uh, we get some money to start paying some people to work for us. So it's going to be a, a really cool feeling. And Mark, Mark, you know what's funny about that? Um, so I was recently in the running for an internship at uh, William Morris Endeavor, which is was recently ranked as uh, the number three most valuable uh, sports agency by Forbes. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> this this opportunity came across me randomly. I was eating in the dining hall with with some of my teammates um, and I got this text and it's like, hey, this is Joshua from uh, William Morris Endeavor. I like, would love to speak with you about this role that you applied for. I don't remember when I applied. I think it was so long ago. But I was like, oh, my God, holy shit. Like, this is like the opportunity I've always wanted. Like, it was in a baseball division working with agents. I was like, man, this is sweet. And I've already committed to a different internship in the financial world because I want to diversify my portfolio a little bit and to just learn about other things besides sports. Obviously, sports is what I want to do. But, um, you know, because I wasn't hearing back from any, like, sports places. <clears throat> and I'm, and this this internship is very, like, kind of on my own time like the job itself is very like you kind of work for yourself um while like, working for a company but it's all like sales it's all commission it's very like you just have to learn the industry and you'll get a knack for it that's kind of the best way i can explain it without talking about it for like 45 minutes but but then i was talking to my parents and i was like listen like i don't know what to do i'm like this is like my dream internship role you know and my mom was like listen nico like you really want to join the rat race you really want to hop on the train in new york city every day and put on a fucking this and do this and do this and do this. And Mark, like, it's kind of what you were saying, like, you know, and, and, and then what my dad was saying was like, don't chase that title. Don't chase that like William Morris Endeavor. Cause at the end of the day, <clears throat> you could be hired by William Morris Endeavor and you could just be some random schmuck sitting in their office and no one's really going to give a shit what your title is at that company. Exactly. And, and, and I think it's hard for us who have such big aspirations and things like that to like see past that right now. But I think that that's a really important thing because, and, and that's also like the beauty of internships because Mark, you did that. And maybe you realize, listen, like I'm not built for the corporate world or maybe I just, not that you're not built for it, but it's like, this, this isn't me. Not what I, I, want. I don't. Yeah. I don't, that's, that's not what I wanted. Like I was, like it was awesome. Like I was going in every day. Like I was looking nice. Like I felt like the man I was walking in the city and everything. I go out and I I'm sitting at my desk and I see CC Sabathia walk by like, and I'm like, that is sick. Like, that's fucking, like, I'm sitting there. And then, like, the one day I literally ate lunch at the table next to Corbin Burns. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, but I can't do this every day. I can't come you in. Wanna because... be, you exactly. want to be that Corbin Burns. You don't That's what I'm be saying. I want to be Corbin Burns' agent sitting there eating with yeah. him. Like, something like yeah. that. Which is like, yeah. and it's also like, for like MLB and a lot of other agencies, I feel like it's it's slow. Like when I was talking to all the people that work there, all the people that work at MLB have been there for five to, like my boss was there for 30 years. And you, like, it's like, they don't hire you right out. And then it's just like, you go somewhere, get experience. You stay at that position for three years. Then you get to the next position for three years. You get to the next position and you're, you're still like, it's like, it's like a fucking rat race. Like, I'm like, that's not what I wanted. And that's what hopefully we can turn this into something a little bit more fun like that. Yeah. So I, I think we could sit here and talk all day about this and I would love to, I did want to keep this episode a little shorter for the listeners, you know, just a brief uh, elevate intro. We're going to have this throughout. We keep running the podcast um, whenever we can't get an interviewee on, uh, get on, reconvene with you guys, let you guys know what's been going on behind the scenes. I, I really liked how this first episode of just us went. Um, really, really cool to tell these stories, and I hope everyone can can learn from it and maybe even uh, you know sp start spreading the word for us a little more. 
Uh, April 15th, we'll be posting on the socials about it. Uh, one of the stories down here in the Tampa Bay news will be released. Oh, I can't um, wait. I, I can't wait to see you on the news. You're like, yeah, I've been running this business for the past two years. You know, it's been difficult, but. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I took all of the credit. I never mentioned Nico's name once. It's incredible. <laughs> Um, I am the CEO. <laughs> oh, so I do yeah. want to end this though with a little scratch off. I know we don't have a uh, uh, let's go, uh, on, but you know, if we win this scratch off, we don't have to share the money with anyone, it goes right to elevate. So, I'm gonna scratch it off real quick. Um, let's see, our winning numbers are four and seven. That's what numbers we're rooting for here. Let's go. And we do not see a four or seven on this scratch off, sadly. Um, no money for We of will win this one time. Listeners, if you've made it to the end of this pod, thank you guys for listening. Um, we will be back next week with a great interview with Ryan Ramsey. Also have another interview with Josh Cohen coming up, pitcher for UConn Baseball. And I'm sure many more. So thank you guys um, and Elevate signing off. Let's go.